Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is July 1st. Today we're going to continue in this story in 1 Kings chapter 18. Remember, this is the story where Elijah goes to Ahab and Ahab accuses him of being the reason why the heavens have been shut up. Now, I love Elijah's response here. He's not just going to testify, but he's going to show the power of God. Starting in verse 22, it says, Then Elijah said unto the people, I, even I only, remain a prophet of the Lord. Baal's prophets are 450 men. So he's saying, look, I am a lone prophet. I only have my own power. But the prophets of these false gods, there are 450 of them. So you would think that they would have more power. And he essentially challenges them to a showdown. He's like, okay, we're going to take two of these bullocks and you can even choose which one you want and you're going to dress it and you're going to prepare it for sacrifice. You're going to get it on the altar and then you're going to call upon Baal to light the fire. And then I'll do the same thing and we'll see whose God is listening. Starting in verse 25, it says, and Elijah said unto the prophets of Baal, choose you one bullock for yourself and dress it first for ye are many and call on the name of your gods, and put no fire under. So don't light that fire yourself. And they took the bullock, which was given them, and they dressed it, and called on the name of Baal from morning, even until noon, saying, O Baal, hear us. But there was no voice, nor any that answered. And they leaped upon the altar which they made. And it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them. Now that sounds really harsh, but I really actually enjoy this verse because it shows me <laughs> it shows me that you can be holy and have a sense of humor at the same time. <laughs> but it says, Elijah mocked them and said, cry aloud for he is a God. Either he is talking or he is pursuing or he is on a journey or peradventure he sleepeth. He must be awakened. So essentially he's saying, hey guys, you need to talk louder because your God, he's either sleeping or he's out and about. He's on an errand. He's vacationing, or maybe he's asleep. Maybe you just need to talk louder and wake him up. And then verse 28 says, and they cried aloud and cut themselves after the manner of knives and lancets till the blood gushed upon them. And it came to pass when midday was past, they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, that there was neither voice nor any to answer, nor any that regarded. And Elijah said unto all the people, come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him. And he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And Elijah took twelve stones according to the number of the tribes of the son of Jacob, unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And with the stones he built an altar. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench about the altar, as great as would contain two measures of seed. And he put the wood in order, and he cut the bullock in pieces, and laid him upon the wood, and said, Fill four barrels of water and pour it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood and do it a second time. And they did it a second time. And he said, do it a third time. And they did it a third time. And the water round about the altar and filled the trench also with water. And it came to pass that at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifices, that Elijah the prophet came down near and said, O God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known that this day thou art God in Israel and I am thy servant. Hear me, O Lord, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God, and that thou hast turned their heart back. And the fire of the Lord fell, and consumed the burnt sacrifice. And the people saw it, and they fell on their faces, and said, The Lord, he is the God. The Lord, he is the God. Now, there are several things about this story that I really 
love. But what I love most is that is that Elijah could have just asked for any old miracle, right? He could have asked for any old sign because anything would have been more than the prophets of Baal could have produced. But he went above and beyond. The Lord was willing to prove not just his power, but his power in abundance. It wasn't enough just to start a fire, but to start a fire with soaking wet sticks and a soaking wet offering and water all about. He consumed all the water and started the fire and showed forth the miracle. So my friends, the question is, how does God show his miracles in your life? How do you see his power in your life? I feel like sometimes we get so busy looking for the big things, the grand things, the miracles, the visions that we forget to see the small ways in which the Lord is showing forth his power in our lives. So how have you seen it today? How have you seen it this week? What are the small things that happen in your life that remind you who God is and the power that he has? Throughout this story, Elijah's purpose is to show the people the God that he worships, to remind them who Jehovah is and the power that he has. He wants them to see Jehovah, wants them to see his power, and wants them to stop halting between two opinions, like we talked about yesterday. Elder Christofferson phrased it this way. He said, Today, Elijah might say, either God or Heavenly Father exists or he does not. But if he exists, worship him. Either Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the resurrected Redeemer of mankind, or he is not. But if he is, follow him. Either the Book of Mormon is the Word of God or it is not. But if it is, then get nearer to God by studying and abiding by its precepts. Either Joseph Smith saw and conversed with the Father and the Son that spring day of 1820, or he did not. But if he did, then follow the prophetic mantle, including the keys of the sealing that Elijah bestowed upon him. In the most recent General Conference, President Russell M. Nelson declared, You don't have to wonder about what is true. You don't have to wonder whom you can safely trust. Through personal revelation, you can receive your own witness that the Book of Mormon is the Word of God, that Joseph Smith is a prophet, and that this is the Lord's Church. Regardless of what others may say or do, no one can ever take away a witness born to your heart and mind about what is true. My friends, so rather than waiting for the big moments, the big miracles, the big visions to say, when I see this, then I'll believe, or then I'll follow. Let's look to the everyday miracles, the everyday things that we see that show us that God is real, that Jesus Christ is our Savior, that the Book of Mormon is true, that Joseph Smith was a true prophet. And rather than waiting for those miracles, we can know by the power of the Holy Ghost that these things are true. And that in and of itself is a miracle. The fact that a member of the Godhead would come to you and I to teach us and to testify to us that is a miracle. That is the power of God. And it's in that power and it's in that miracle that we can know truth for ourselves and gain power in our lives to follow truth and to act upon truth. Now, my friends, before we finish up this story, I wanted to say it's easy to take a look at these stories, the widow of Zarephath and the raising of her son and the big miracle with the fires. It's easy to look at those things and say, man, my prayers are not answered. When I have sacrificed for the Lord, I haven't received the pot of meal or the cruise of oil. 
I haven't experienced the resurrection that I was hoping for. I haven't experienced the prayers that I've been praying for. Sometimes it seems like I'm one of the priests of Baal and that my voice is not even reaching the heavens. Sometimes it is easy when we don't see the answers that we're seeking to feel that way. But I testify to you that our Father in heaven exists, that he is real, that he is a loving Father in heaven, and that he hears every prayer that you utter, both the spoken and the unspoken in our hearts. He knows you. He loves you. He knows your prayers. He hears them. And in his time and in his way and according to his wisdom, I testify that he will answer them. Elder Uchtdorf once taught, We may not understand why certain things happen or why certain prayers go unanswered. We can know that in the end, everything will make sense. God's promises are not always fulfilled as quickly or in the way that we might hope. They come according to his timing and in his ways. The promises of the Lord, if perhaps not always swift, are always certain. And my friends, I testify of that truth, that when we feel like the widow of Zarephath, when we feel desperate, when we feel like we need God, but when it feels like our prayers are just not being heard, please know that God hears, that he's aware, and that his promises are certain in his time according to his understanding, and in his way, he will answer. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. 